Okay, so here we go. Sunday morning, Parshas, Parshas Re'eh, Tov Shin Pei. We want to begin by wishing Colin a Mazel Tov. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, his son-in-law went through some trials during Corona. Baruch Hashem was zeichet to have a baby girl, together with his daughter, obviously. They should be zeichet to be matzliach, and he should never go into a hospital again except to visit his wife when she gives birth. And that's a big bracha. Okay. We are on Daflamid Gimel Omid Bays. Daflamid Gimel Omid Bays. There's the two dots. Two dots. So right now on the phone we have Perry, we have Mr. Kasov, we have Dr. David, we have Colin. Anybody else we missing? Dr. Nady Marcus. Michael. I didn't hear Michael was here. And Steve Rubinoff. Okay. Now, yeah, I'll be off. Don't worry before then. Five to eight, I'll be off. Okay, here we go. Zok, the Halik, a Halik, a Gemara, and Davlam and Gimelam and Beis, the two dots, about nine lines up in the bottom, Umagabe Menachotzer. Now, we're getting close to the end of the Masechta. I have to thank you very much. Many of the halachas that are discussed here are halachas that we are not used to, but they are fundamental concepts in understanding the difference between Shabbos and Yontif. And then, like every other Gemara we learn, other things are brought in which are extremely interesting and fundamental. If we have time at the end of Shir, I would like to... Who is that? Shalom, okay. I would like to talk I would like to talk about the last line of Rashi and Davlam and Gimelam and Beis, only if we have time, at six minutes date. We'll see what happens. Zokdei l'gigimara megavi menachotzer to two dots. Tanarabona megavi menachotzer. You're like, like wood from the chotzer umadlik. Anything which is in a chotzer, Muchan, who it's already considered prepared, and therefore it's no problem of muksa. Actually, I said, see, burin, see, burin, as long as you don't make piles. If Shimon, Matt, if Shimon says even making piles is okay, what's the machlikis tanoyim in this brace of a micro? Mifligi, masava mechsei, dikomachnef, limacharuliuma. It looks like you're trying to collect wood for today, yotam, and tomorrow. That's a problem. Limachrina. Since there's a pot there, everybody knows you're gathering whatever you're gathering only for only for cooking, and therefore there's no problem. Okay, Rabbi Sai, the word tzibur appears nowhere in Tanakh. Are you aware of that? The word vayitzbor appears as far as gathering. And here a derivation of that word is tziburin. Tzibur in the piles. Laniyas Daiti, I think I found it afterwards. The word Tzibur comes from the word of a gathering. A gathering of Jews. A gathering of Jews. And of course we all know that Tzibur also stands for Tzadikim Beinerim Urishoyim. Tzadikim Beinerim Urishoyim. But it, it's, it's a gathering of people. A gathering of people. The word, the word Tzibur, there are words like that also that don't appear anywhere in Tanakh. Anywhere in Tanakh. Okay. You're not allowed to make a fire out of two pieces of the wood. You're being moiled on Yontif. By taking two pieces of the wood and rubbing them together, you're being moiled on Yontif. Want to see, I believe. Rashi doesn't say it, but I must have seen it somewhere. That you, you need, obviously you need two pieces of wood in order to make the fire go. Okay, I'm going to tell you a very quick vort. It was one of the last things I said before I left. It was on Leil Tishabov. That Yo Yokum 
burnt the Megillah of Eicha in an Ach. In an Ach. An Ach Shel Shreifa. Ach Shel Shreifa. What's an Ach Shel Shreifa? A fireplace. Very interesting. I'm going to tell you very briefly. Ach is a fireplace. What a strange word to use for a fireplace. An Ach. What's the answer? Because an Ach, an Ach creates a brotherhood Meaning, by putting twigs together, you can create a fire. Therefore, you get the word ach, ach shel ach, or ach shel ach, a fireplace. Where the word ach is related to the word ach. It happens to be that in Dafyaimi, for those people learning Dafyaimi, the word achim means to warm. Means to warm. When there is achvo, when there is brudishaf, when there is brotherhood, when two people get along together. They can make a flame and they can create warmth and they can create warmth. Obviously, it can be used for destruction in a fireplace as well. I'm just telling you very briefly, I don't know if I'll say this when I get back. Maybe the combination of brothers, of brothers, when brothers are together and they're like one, echod, the ach becomes echod and it becomes one, like the word achdus. It's one, but it's one made up of different components, and that's all I want to say right now. I want to say much more, but that's the same thing here. Two brothers can produce, two things can produce. Much harder for one thing to produce anything. You're not allowed to cook the tiles. Rotham is a very unusual word. You're not allowed to heat up the tiles. What are you doing by heating up the tiles? What's the problem? We're talking about brand new tiles. If you heat them up, that's what we're talking about. Then they should tzorich lebodkon. Top of the flame, delving out the blanchas. What is this? They should tzorich lebodkon because you have to be boydik. Them Rashi says in the top of the Yom Tov, Medalman Aleph. If you call the kabel, either libuna or libunon. If they can makabel, he'll go be yontiv on yontiv loy. Why not? Why can't you do it on yontiv? They'll mapaki because maybe they'll they'll split. He's talking the Torah after the tzorich. We're afraid that if you cook, heat up new tiles so that you can then roast on those tiles. We're afraid that the tiles will crack. If the tiles crack, that they're not usable, they generate a fire for no reason on yontiv. That's the first reason. So if you know how reason, means you have to make them hard. And the first time you, it's like putting them in the kiln. Rashi says in the third line from the top, hey, mischaskin, they make themselves stronger. And therefore the problem of tikkun mona. It's a problem of tikkun. We learned in the Mishnah, we are in Chulin. This is going to be now a tangential halacha, which is fascinating. We're going to tell us something else. Those people who were there last Shabbos, Parshish, not yesterday, but Parshish Voschan, and we spoke about the word Levanon. And I'm wondering about it over here, the word Libun. Libun. Libun means to whiten something. Is it also related to the word Levano? And as we've said about the country, Lebanon, etc., here's another word that falls into that category. Two lines from the top of the house, we learned to the Mishnah Dorsa. You take an animal, a bird, Dorsa, you step on it as your torfall, because you throw it against the wall. Or you should rot it so, hey, Mama Vachis, or an animal stepped on it, and it's still making the making movement to Mifachesses. Yeah, Okay, here Rabbi said, let's introduce another halacha, tangential to this halacha. We all know, we all know, there's something called a trefa. 
You want to know if an animal is kosher or treif? Sometimes you can only find out after you shecht it. You do a bedik on the innards of the animal. You find out, oh, this animal is not kosher, like the lungs. A bedik on the lungs, whether it's glad kosher or not kosher at all. Okay, so we hear what's talking about. There's a different type of a treif. An animal got thrown very violently. And now the question is, is this animal going to be considered a treif or... So Gemara says, Darshan Shatafa, the Mishnah says, Darshan Shatafa, the Goyzal Shirotza Behema, where Hezav Shosa may say, you wait 24 hours and you shecht it, it's going to be kosher. Omer of Loza Bayana, I mean Shimon of Loza Bantignis, Tricha Badika, and it needs a Badika besides the 24 hours. That means after you shecht it, you have to do a Badika. Now Rashi mentions, every animal needs a Badika, but that Badika is a Chumra. However, when an animal is thrown violently, we are afraid. We are afraid of risukevarim, and even though it may not be detectable if you would open up the animal after shkita, however, risukevarim is something that is a can be considered a trefa. And the only way we know it's not a trefa is if it lived for twenty-four hours after the violent throwing, and then after that, then you got to do a vadiko also. So there are two chashashas here, and it needs two things done to it. It needs twenty-four hour waiting period, plus it also needs. It needs then to have internal examination. I would like you to look at Rashi. It's an unbelievable Rashi here. Rashi is about midway in the middle of the narrow line. Somebody's making some background noise, Rabbi so you have to mute your phone. Okay, now it says like this. Um, Rashi starts off, uh, the word is, the first word in line is Nikarbo. And that's the simon. If you wait... 24 hours. That its bones were not shaken up so badly the animal becomes a trait. Now who told you 24 hours? First word line, the Kimlu. The Kimlu Rabbanan Mi Sinai. The Risa gave on him. The Risa gave on him. And Ochaya. Beyesliyes does not does not live for twenty four hours. I will shamini treifa. They can live up to twelve months. So therefore, this treifa needs needs twenty four hours. And if it lives for twenty four hours, then it needs a vidikal also. But if you would shecht it before twenty four hours and open it up and see nothing wrong, you may be missing a simit of treifas. I like to stress here, Rabbi I had a very 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 heated discussion in our Shabbos Suda here on vacation, little Shabbos, little Shabbos. With a family member. This is Klal Yisrael. How do we know 24 hours? Because the Rabbana Mavakabala from Sinai. As the first Mishnah starts off, Maisha Kibotarami Sinai. And as the first Rav says in the first Mishnah, Pekiyavos, even though there are other Goyim, other nations that have etiquette and proper ethical behavior, none of it comes from Sinai. None of it comes from Sinai. One century proper, proper ethical behavior is such as such, and one century later it's such and such. We don't change. Not only do our halachas come from Sinai, our ethical behavior also comes from Sinai. Unbelievable. Preparing this Gemara, I jumped the Kimlu Rabbanan Misina. Okay, now. Four lines on the top. Even after waiting 24 hours. Because we can be afraid that if you open it up, you're going to find problems with this animal more than other problems because it was violently thrown. 
We mafzik kina rusa be yontiv, but we mafzik it for being bad on yontiv. Oy loy, on the late tenino, we learned in our mishnah. What do we learn in our mishnah? Is anything to do with risuk evorim? Ain't malav them as a rofim litzleis behen. You're not allowed to heat up tiles to be able to roast on them. Avina bar my kovit. What we said? What's the problem? Because we have to check them out. Because if you check them out, because if you don't check them out, and you use them and they crack, it means you cook for no reason. So you see the same thing. If you shecht, if you shecht an animal that is all to have a simon of trephus because it was violently thrown, you shouldn't shecht. No, no, no raya. Why you can't? You can't. Heat up these tiles is not because they may crack. It's because of chasmon. You may end up solidifying them, and that's ticking mono, which of course is not applicable to shechting an animal that's rusa. The shechting animal rusa, therefore, is no problem. a very famous price brought down by the Mishnah. Bruro, yes. I asked before some. No, it's not for me. It's somebody has to. Somebody has to mute themselves. Somebody is making noise. Tanya. I can't override it. I apologize. Well, there's the problem. Somebody should mute themselves on the phone. Somebody may not realize that they're making some type of noise by moving something and uh, or they're moving something in the background. Tanya. We learned that a bison. maybe yes, or one person brings the fire. maybe that's the word is or, not or, or, fire. maybe it's eight, one person brings wood. one person puts the pot on the top of the oven. Maybe it's a mayim, and one person brings water. And one person puts spices into the pot. Maybe it's one mixes them all up. Cool, and they're all going to be chayiv. And Rashi explains without going into Rashi inside, bringing the fire on the way on the way over. The fire ignites more. That's it. It's a deraisa. One brings one brings fuel to put in the fire. It's a deraisa. Echad of skipping one. Echad maybe my one puts water in the pot. It's the rice. Echad of the daven. It's the rice. Echad make it cool and one one mixes them. It's the rice. Oh, what is soyface? A second day have to do with anything? What's the problem with putting an empty pot on the fire? Zokti yimara. Well, tanya achrei chayiv would be different. Bryce that it says only one is chayiv. It's cool enough for two and everybody else's pot. They're only the last one's chayiv. Loy kasha. Hode icing or mekor. What is talking about? Well, you brought fire lechatila. You brought fire lechatila. Then everything's in this device. How the icy world of a sudden you brought fire at the end. You brought fire at the end. Then there's only one person's life in this device. Bishloima. Kulu. Gravdi Maisa. Bishloima Kulu. Gravdi Maisa. Everybody did a Maisa. Let's say it's like they're about putting an empty pot on the fire. What's the problem? Yes. One second, let me finish one more second. What's the problem with an empty pot on a fire? My COVID, what are you doing? A new pot. It's the problem, like we said, by new tiles with a new pot, you're going to harden them and make them into a cleat. Yes, Dr. David, I believe, asked the question. It's not the KR pots. The pots that we buy are already are already finished. Whatever needs to be done to them is done to them. In those days, the pots needed an extra burning in the fire after they were already created. That's what it's like. I don't know. Pots just not. Pots just not. Hello, love Dafka.
That means a double, an oven that can take double or single pots. But what about the oven itself? And he told him the chotzer, which can be moved in the chotzer. This a little confusing here in this gemara. This price is Shabbos talk. You can move a tanakarayim chadoshim, which are brand new. And he told him the chotzer because you sit on them also. You're not allowed to smear oil on them. You're not allowed to shine them up with a cloth. You're not allowed to cool them off on Shabbos by pouring cold water onto them. In order to strengthen them, be Mishul Lefeis. But if you did it in order to bake, or there's something in there which is baking, which is already okay, but you got to cool off the oven because otherwise the food's going to be burnt. Shabbos. Another two dots. Mulgin is a ratios or glime. This is something we don't see bechlal nowadays in our homes. You get a head of an animal and it still has hair on it to singe it. Mulgin is a right. I remember chickens. My mother, Allah, showed them using sometimes a. Uh, what did she use? Uh, a, yeah, no. What, what's the flame? You know, a cigarette lighter. Cigarette lighter. Turn that button. You can either soak them in water, the head or the feet, or you can sit them in a fire. You can't use some type of charoses, some types of clay matter. Not with some type of earthen matter, not with lime. You cannot cut them with scissors either. Now, all these things are problems because they all look like you're doing malachs. He goes and says, Yerik, likewise, a detached vegetable, you can't use the scissors to cut off the excess here. He goes and says, what is it? Scissors, because it looks like you're doing regular malacha of detaching it from, a, from the ground. You can fix the kundis and the akboyas. What? It's the castle. Translate, I, I don't know if the translation is. For kundis and akboyas. That's what Rashi means. That's going to be okay. Takes a long time to sack them is okay. Even though there's going to be maybe that will be a situation where it will crack, and then it will be once again like the problem with the Libunon, because we'll come out retroactively that your cooking was for naught. So when there's a shash, and your cooking may be for naught, you cannot do it. This rice obviously is talking about yont. Let's finish the last rice until we get to the Mishnah. Tonight we learned to the Mishnah. You may not use bellows to heat up the fire. I would never miss your fires, but with a uh, straw you could. You can't fix a shpud, a spit. You can't sharpen it either, because that's ticking money. You can't fix things on Yontif. You can crack open a reed in order to use it as some type of spit to roasting. But you can take an egg, the matless in a cloth, and crack it. We're not afraid that maybe it will rip. We're not afraid that maybe it will rip. And Rashi says, five lines from the bottom, we're not afraid that maybe it will rip. We are feeling the grass, because even if it does rip, 
We do not care. Because the issue of the rice of Korea is when you tear something in order for it to then be re-sown. That's a problem. Kivega here asks Akasha. He says he doesn't understand what Rashi wants. It's true what Rashi says, but Lamaya said it's still awesome in Rabbanon. The way Rashi explains the Gemara, it's still awesome in Rabbanon. So you have to look at Rabbi Kivega here, the Gilead of Shots, what he asks and answers on Rashi. We're up to a new Mishnah Rabbi saying in the bottom of the. Yes? It's the Kasov. It's the Kasov. I told you already a few times. It's time to retire and go learn in Kailu full time. You can live another 20, 30, 40 years and produce a lot of Svarim and be Machadish Taira for Kla Yisrael. You're Machavin to the rest of Kivager. You're Machavin to the rest of Kivager. There's no bigger, no bigger Shabbat to tell somebody that he's Machavin to Kivager's Kasha. Machavin to Kivager. Zokdei, look at Mishnah on the bottom of the Dalit, if we were in Shear and it was normal time, I would be jumping out of my seat and giving you a kiss, Mr. Costa. But I can't do it. I'm not there. You're not there. I can't kiss anybody. Can't do Okay, we all know the whole story. said a person could stand by the muksa. Okay, now the word muksa here, and this Mishnah here, is here tangentially to tell us a lot about halachas about Yontif, but there are a lot of other halachas here which we have to know. Before we know all the halachas, Rashi goes out of his way and has four long lines on the word va'od. Yod Amar is going back, says Rashi, on the Mishnah, on the Lamed Gimel Omid Aleph, at the bottom of the Mishnah, bottom of the Omid, where it says Omid Eliezer. So the Oid Amar Eliezer, we have another halacha now from Rabbi Eliezer. Rashi, however, has a problem. Without going into all the details, Rashi has a problem from the Gemara and Erevin, that whenever you want to say va'od as a continuation from one Mishnah to the second, it cannot be that there's anything else in between. It has to be straight, from that person, one statement and another statement. So Rashi says the problem is that the bottom half of the Mishnah of Lamed Gimel and Aleph mentions a different Shita, which is not really as a Shita. It's a Chavamayimrim. So Rashi says an amazing thing. Bottom line on the page, the first four words in line, Shagir says our Mishnah Shalaika Seder. Because of this Kasha, Rashi says we have to change the gears to the Mishnah in order to make sure that Rabbi Eliezer follows the statement of Rabbi Eliezer. There shouldn't be anything else in between. Okay, that's enough of that point. Although it's a fantastically interesting point. Says the mission of a person may stand by a muksa. Turn over Nachanamid. Unbelievable. Erev Shabbos Bishvius. A person may stand next to a muksa. We'll see what that means in a moment. Next to a muksa on Erev Shabbos Bishvius. Look at the bottom line of the Flamidal of Ralph. Rashi. I made other muksa. I saw a chazmona, muksa which requires some type of chazmona. But chazmona myelasla, and in order to take it out of muksa, you need some type of preparatory preparation. And chazmona is going to help. Keep going. We're going to see what this means now. Turn over the page, please. On erev Shabbos b'shvius, top line of Rashi in nocha halacha. There is no din of bringing meisla during a shmita here. Because the land doesn't belong to anybody. Shein ma'isa noyegbo, Rashi says. V'yein mechusas, and now these fruits, which are lying in the field, 
are lying in the chutzah. We'll see where they're lying. And you want to be able to use them. Therefore, there's no problem. You should be able to eat them. The only thing you're missing is preparatory preparation. I'm using those words with after. Who are then b'mushah? And even if it was taka a regular year, you took a meiser b'shash neishvua. Normally, things which are still not in the house, you have not taken off meiser from them. Gregoris and simukim are what? Gregoris and simukim are Mr. Casa. Those figs and grapes. I think they have. Grogros and Simukim, I believe, are figs and grapes that are in the middle of the drying process to make them edible. They are muksa. I am, I am, I am, I am. No, 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 I'm back in the Rashi. It's a Rashi, three lines from the top. Okay, hold on, let, let me explain what's going on over here. A person walks over to food that is drying. We don't know this either. In the drying process, it was edible before the drying process began in its raw state. Then it becomes edible in its dry state. In between, it's becoming dry, it's not edible. It's not edible. But let's say it's almost edible, meaning some people would eat it, some people wouldn't eat it. A preparatory activity, now I'm going to say the word why I said preparatory preparations, because I don't want to say a preparatory activity, because dibor alone, which is not considered activity, is enough. So if a person says the Mishnah, if a person, Rabbi Eliezer says, a person standing by things that are muksa such as these fruits which are drying, and they're not completely dried for everybody, they, but they dried it up for some people. Erev Shabbos when they are no problem of Meiser. I'm going to eat from these tomorrow on Shabbos. It's all right, that's enough. Just saying it is enough. Not enough. Saying it is not enough, you have to say, from this point of the grape line, until another five lines of grapes. Now let me say one more thing here, Rabbi Say. It's a very complicated sugya, mentioned many times in Shas, which is called Breira. Breira means, if I don't know something, and I won't know until tomorrow, do I say retroactively, ah, retroactively, what I said today is going to work out. Once, once tomorrow comes, I know what I said worked out, if retroactively it's going to be good. Rabbi Yadassar is being mechadish two points here. Number one, Dibor alone is enough to make something considered prepared, and it's no longer muksa. Number two, the person says, I'm going to eat, starting at that point, I'm going to eat, he doesn't say exactly which grapes he eats, but tomorrow on Shabbos, he eats those grapes, that's called breira. It was huvra, it was decided tomorrow that what I meant yesterday was these grapes. And the Chachamim saying, no, sorry. We have to say, mikan v'yakan, we do not hold that breira works. If you wanted to find something, you must define it now. You can't wait till after something was done, so retroactively it's defined. I want to repeat. The sugya of Breira is a scary sugya. It's in many, many, numerous places in Shas, and it has many, many halachic ramifications. Yes, yes, all over the place. Now, Kered, that's by the Tchum, very good, Rabbi Garfinkel, excellent example of Tchum. Zok Tehelik Gemara, on three lines in the top, on the Mishnah Tanan Hasim. Who hid figs and Arab shops. They shocked when they forgot them. Below us, when they would, did not take mice from them. Another halacha here. Ding a ling a ling. Several halachas. One halacha is that something which is not food, 
which is not brought into the house, it's still considered arai, it's not considered keva. Nafgamina is that one may eat food, which Maisa was not taken from it. If it was never kova, it was never a kavias, was never brought into the house. Now, these children took food and they hid the Ta'inim on Arab Shabbos. And Rashi says in the third line from the top, after the word Gemara, Ta'inim b'sodem, oi beginner in the God, the Achilles Shabbos for Shabbos. Mishachachu, and they forgot them. Beloyisu, and they did not take Maisu. Lo yoichlu, Rashi says. Ah, they may not eat, even though they hid them in the field, they never came into the house. You have to have the Kaimalon, ain't ha tevel mischayim. Reading Rashi inside, Temple does not become Chayim, and Meister, for Meister, Lo Ichwa, Achilles, Araya, Chiyir, Pereya, Baez, has to come into the house, or at least the Chotzer, which is the Gemara of Metziah, which we will learn that Hashem say, Amen, and that Hashem is Hashem, say, Amen, Rabbi Isai. Amen. Achilles, Shabbos, Chashuvo. Shabbos, the day of Shabbos is so prominent and so important, it takes food and is Koveyayit. The Arai of it becomes Kova. So back to the Gemara. Gemara tells us the Chiddush. Children, says the Mishnah, children who hid food on Erev Shabbos and they forgot about it. They did not take a mice. They did not eat They may not eat from that food. Because Shabbos is Koveya. You don't need a bias or a Chotzer. What does it mean? The Shabbos is Kaveya. Rabbi Garfinkel, on Shabbos people. Yes. Yep. No, because the Maisa, you, you, didn't, you didn't bring it into a house. They kid, the children hid it in a field. They hid it in a field. No, 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 it's not Bailus. That's your upshot. It's one of Keva. Keva. Something which is outside is a roidic. It's not has not become real food yet. It hasn't become real food yet. It's not real eating yet. Until you bring it into the house, bringing something into the house makes it more keva. Makes it more what's a good word English word for keva? More permanent. It gives it permanency. Not the bilus, Shaboy. You can bring it into somebody else's house also. I, I think so. Oh, but Shabbos! Shabbos brings kvias to the world. Oh, Shabbos. Shabbos! I would tell your, I would tell your students, I would tell your students, my Garfinkel, that they have spiritual receptors that have become dulled. And if they would shine them up, and they would be in the world, when Shabbos arrived, they would feel a, uh, what's a good word for it? A seismic? Seismic is when you have an earthquake? Seismic? They would, yeah. They would feel a seismic change in themselves. They would feel the Neshama Yaseira entering their bodies. They would feel that Shabbos was a, is a day that doesn't let them lie. Shabbos, that Amaratzim don't lie on Shabbos. 
deer in headlights. They're right. You tell them their whole life they are deers in headlights. Okay, good. The Rebbe, no, no. The Rebbe, the Rebbe's giving, the Rebbe's giving false modesty right now. The Rebbe's giving false modesty. Yes. That's why, that's why it says they can't eat it. Oh no, 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 Avada, they, excellent. One second, Mr. Castle. Listen, Let's say took trumas and maestres from it. And Avada and Shabbos also they got to take trumas and maestres. You are correct. The Kiddush is... Oh, no, that's correct. That's correct, Mr. Castle. But we're not... Uh, that's that's one of the reasons, Mr. Castle, we're talking about children. They made a mistake about that. They made a mistake about that. But the adas is enough to be koveya it, even though they wouldn't be able to eat it on Shabbos. We're not talking about buying rubber who did something. We're talking about tinokos. That's the reason why the mission stresses tinokos. That is your second bomb point this year, Mr. Castle. It's enough. You must retire and learn in Kail. That's all. Finish. When I come back for Elul, I expect to see you learning in the Kail. Okay, we learned that a Mishnah. And Rabbi Garfinkel, you'll have 20 of your students in headlights also join the Kail. That's all, finish. If somebody is Mavir Tainim in his Chatzar, Lixais Badabude Beisai, Lixais, to dry them off. Badabude Oichlemem, Arai, who peturin from Chumas and Maestres. That's another Mishnah. Boy, mean hey, Rabbi, I'm in a black one. Shabbos, Moshe, Tikva, Muksa, Lemaisa, Bedavsha, Nigma, Malachtoi. What about food that the Gemara Malacha was not done to them yet, such as the Mavir to Einim, which have not been completed yet? What's going to be the Malacha? Is Shabbos Koveya for something only if it doesn't have two Mishnahs separated from it? It's called Keva, or does it also work for something which is two steps removed? That not only is it raw, but it's also the Dover shall nigma malachte. Me and Rina keep it exhibit. Karosel the Shabbos oinig, Rabbi Garfinkel. Karosel the Shabbos oinig. Not pizza. Not pizza, not Domino's, and not a Waldorf Astoria restaurant. The Karosel the Shabbos oinig. Kavo. Yeah, I feel the Dover shall nigma malachte. That's how great Shabbos is. It can be Kaveya malachte. Oi, Dilma, the Dover shall nigma malachte. Kavo. Dover shall nigma malachte. Loi, Kavo. Amalei Shabbos koivas. Shabbos is koivea. Bein bedovish nigma malachtoi, bein bedovish shaloi nigma malachtoi. Amalei, the aim of Shabbos don't be the chutzur. What are you getting so carried away with Shabbos for? Maybe it only works, but not for dovish nigma malachtoi. Only for dovish nigma, not for dovish shaloi nigma. Amalei, the aim of Shabbos don't be the chutzur. My chutzur ain't a kavas. All the dovish nigma malachtoi. Av Shabbos like tikva. All the dovish nigma malachtoi. Amalei. I don't know how many times the following words appear in Shas. I can't tell you, but not too many. Limud Orochu Biadenu. It's a Limud Orochu Biadenu. Rashi doesn't tell us anything on these words. I don't know why not. Limud Orochu Biadenu. Shashabis Koivas. Bein Medobash Enigma Malachtoi. Bein Medobash Enigma Malachtoi. Shabbos is Koivea. Bein Medobash Enigma Malachtoi. Bein Medobash Enigma Malachtoi. Now it's brought down 
that this was also a Messira that they had from their Abayim. Although I did not see anybody said it's a Messira that goes back to our Sinai, like you mentioned earlier in the Shear. I don't know about that. But there's another concept here. And the concept is a person must have a Rebbe. So a Rebbe give him a Messira from his Rebbe. And back and back and back and back and back. So the person have a Rebbe. Then there are some things that you can get from your Rebbe which go all the way back to Sinai. Okay, now with that in mind, I'd like to tell you two quick things. Yes. Uh, that's a very good question. That's a very good question. It's a very good question. I wrote down on the side that there's a Messiah from Sinai, I do not know if this is called the Lachal Mishra Sinai. Excellent question. Excellent question. Rabbi Garfinkel, excellent question. I don't know the answer to that. If you find out, you can let me know. It says me Sinai only in Rashi. That I don't. It doesn't say it's a halacha l'meshu v'sinai. So, so check it out, baby. Check it out. Check it out. I wanted to say one one quick thing about Messira that I know that somebody was once in a in a class uh, of doctors. Uh, he was giving a class to doctors, and he said to them, "Please, can anybody tell me who your mentor is?" And they, most of the doctors raised their head. Then he said, "Can you tell me who your mentor's mentor is?" And very few doctors raise their hand. How about your mentors, mentors, mentor? And only one person could raise their hand. My Rebbe is Rashiba Shlita, Ritzuk Fegel, Shlita, Rashiba Warbich. His Rebbe is Rar Kotla, Zatzal. His Rebbe Yalta Sabotka, Zatzal. His Rebbe Yalta Vitkelem, Zatzal. His Rebbe is Rashiba Shlita, Zatzal. His Rebbe is Rashiba Shlita, Zatzal. His Rebbe was Rashiba Shlita, Zatzal. His Rebbe was the Vilna Goin, Zatzal. And Rashiba Kotla said, before the Vilna Goin, you don't have to, before the building going, you don't have to know anymore. Once you know the building going, that's it. Enough for everybody. Okay, I'm saying one more thing. We have seven seconds left. Rashi says in the bottom line of the Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis, Kach Omar Ali, this is last week's year. I heard this shot from Shmuel, HaMechuna Chosid. Last line of the Omid. Kach Omar Ali, Shmuel, HaMechuna Chosid. What did Rashi say? Abachuna. What kind of word? Abachuna. He was he was nicknamed the Chosid. He had a name. Like, Just say he's a Chosid. What's Abachuna? Abachuna and Vasiman wants to say be medayik a halacha from Hilchos Lashon Hara and that Rashi write it down in the Gemara to just look up Kovitz Shurim. That's Kovitz Shurim. Excuse me. Kovitz Mamarim of Sefer from Abachuna and Vasiman. Maybe one day we'll go through it in Shir to explain what he says from Rashi. It's in Kovitz Mamarim Dafnun Amen Aleph. In the Dafayas Sefer. I love you all. I miss you all. Wonderful Rabbi Sight. The last line, the last line. The last line. Amachuna Chosid. Take care, everybody. You're all welcome. Thank all of you. Well, I mean, thank you. Everybody should remain safe.